Hey there, English speakers, and welcome to another very special episode of the More Than English podcast. I am your host and teacher, Jesse, and it is my mission to help you, the intermediate and advanced level English speaker, to speak English with more confidence, clarity, and control so that you can generate more income, create more opportunities, and make a bigger impact with your career and with your business using this crazy language that we call English. It is my pleasure to be here with you, and boy, do I have a good episode. I say every time this is a very special episode, but today really is a very special episode because one of the most common problems that people say, one of the most common issues that people have when they're faced with an English-speaking situation, whether that's on a sales call or whether that's just talking with people in real life or whether it's in a presentation, a professional presentation or a job interview, they're always worried about finding the right words. Finding the right words when I'm speaking Using the right words to say the message that I want to say. Finding the right words to communicate my message so that I don't have to always be translating in my head. Does that sound familiar? It probably does because a lot, a lot, a lot of people tell me that that's one of the biggest things that they struggle with. That's one of the biggest areas that they feel weak, that they want to improve, that they feel once they can find the right words, they will feel in greater control of their English message. So that's what I want to bring to you today. I want to give you three steps, a step-by-step instruction on how to go about to find the right words to find the words that you want to say to deliver your message because it goes deeper than just memorizing vocabulary, right? Getting a vocabulary book and memorizing vocabulary for travel and for business and for technology. No, no, forget it. I'm going to give you step-by-step instructions, three simple steps and guidelines to use and to go by as you are learning more English, as you're in your English study, as you're improving English, as you are listening to English material and reading English material, how to take out the right words, how to take out the words and to hunt, as I call in the ego method, hunt those words, those expressions that you want to use. So grab a pen, Grab a paper. Let's get into this. The three things to keep in mind as you are improving your English, as you are learning more, as you are growing, as you are looking to speak English with a greater level of certainty, right? That's what we want. So let's do it. Uh, Number one, 
and this is where it starts. I talked about this already, but it's in the material that you use, right? If you are listening to this, you probably use English on a daily basis. And if you don't, then you definitely, definitely need to start working English every day. Consuming, if you don't work in English in your job, then do what you can to consume English every day, at least for 10 minutes, at least for five minutes, something, have some way that you will have contact with English. And it starts with the material that you use, right? So number one, it's the material that you use. Use material that motivates you to come back, to continue tomorrow and the next day and the next day, right? Material that affects and impacts your life, that interests you, that stimulates your creativity, that stimulates your curiosity. You know, it doesn't have to be educational. It doesn't have to be super deep. It can be if that's what you want English for. If you love learning about, for example, uh, the law of attraction or success or business or whatever, but it doesn't have to be. You could watch a simple Netflix show. You could watch a simple, follow a simple YouTube channel, right? But I recommend if you do that, and you use material to hunt with, don't watch English learning YouTube channels. Yeah, I have one. I have an English learning YouTube channel. I get it, the, the, the irony in that. But if your goal is, uh, if your goal is to, to improve your, improve your natural English speaking and communication, then I recommend you use something in a more natural context because a lot of the time, English learning channels, they, the teachers, they, they're speaking to a broad audience of non-native English speakers. So they're not always speaking in a natural way. They're not always speaking in a norm, at a normal speed. They're not always using the most natural vocabulary, right? So, so it could cause some confusion down the road. And let's be honest, it's not always the most motivational, right? Sometimes it is if you love it, but if you're a busy professional, then these types of lessons aren't really motivational, right? Because you have a business to take care of. You have a career to take care of. You have business meetings to join. You have presentations to prepare for, right? So first, use material that will keep you coming back tomorrow, right? Number two, have your end in mind, have your end in mind. What do you mean, Jesse? Good question. <laughs> so have your end in mind means what do you want English for specifically, right? 
Do you want it to travel? Do you want it to uh, to do job interviews? Do you want it to talk to clients? Do you want it to create a YouTube channel? Why do you want to improve your English? Because that is fundamental. Now, I ask a lot of people this and they tell me, oh, I, I want to be fluent. I want to sound like a native speaker. Well, forget that. We've talked about this on this podcast before. Forget about that because speaking like a native speaker, if you're not a native speaker, that can just cause a lot of problems and frustrations. You're not a native speaker. So that might be not the best goal because you're not a native speaker and that's not your strength. Lean into your strengths. People want to, you know, get rid of their accent. Why? Your accent is beautiful. Lean into that. Of course, if people can't understand you, that's something different, right? But... Having an accent isn't necessarily a bad thing, right? Depending on your job, right? If you're a voice actor or, you know, your accent gets in the way. But really, people put more pressure on their accent than they need, right? But today, we're talking about vocabulary. So, have your end in mind. So, what vocabulary, what words, what do you need to communicate your message? That's why. If you're going for a job interview, what job interview is it for? What level of a position? What kinds of terms do they use in the industry? Right? Do they are you going for a marketing job? Are you going for a sales position? Are you going for a researcher? Are you going for a technician of some sort? Like, what job interview are you going for? What promotion are you going for? Are you trying to be an executive? Are you looking for a job in a foreign country, right? What kinds of industry-specific terms, what kinds of industry culture terms, right? So it doesn't necessarily need to be technical terms, but how do people communicate in your industry as far as the culture, are they more casual when they communicate back and forth? Are they more, more formal? Are they more technical? Are they less technical, right? So, quote, business English doesn't necessarily mean formal English, right? So, if you want to create a YouTube channel or you're doing marketing, you're doing social media marketing, outreach, a lot of the times you don't want to use deep industry jargon like you don't want to do that because your audience may not be up to that level right so you'd want to speak in plain English so it really depends on your field but that will determine on uh depend on you and your field and then talk to people in that industry and as I say in the the eagle method hunt the language and absorb that and consume that for yourself. Does that make sense? So to recap number one and number two, number one, use material that motivates you to come back the next day. Number two, 
have your end in mind. What do you want this English for? And how do people communicate in that field? And number three, as you learn vocabulary, there are two categories. There are two main things to keep in mind as you're learning vocabulary. You should learn English vocabulary, any vocabulary of any language, number one, in context, number two, in groups. So how does this word fit in a sentence? Are there patterns that you pick up where certain words, this vocabulary word goes with certain prepositions or certain other nouns or certain verbs that are generally used with with these words? Like, can you pick up patterns where this word is used in context and with what other words? A great tool, and I've mentioned this a lot on this podcast and to my clients and students, Youglish. Y-O-U-G-L-I-S-H dot com. It's like YouTube and English mixed, right? So I'm not an affiliate. It does, it's free. It's just, it's a really cool platform. It's a really cool tool. So you type in the word that you want to use, right? So let's take, for example, the word um, infect, right? You want to You learn the word infect, and how is that used? Well, you type that in, then it finds out all of the YouTube videos where that word infect is used, and it'll just give you video after video after video after video after video of that word in context, right? So that is a great tool to use to pick up patterns of how these words are used, right? And... Another bonus tip with vocabulary, and I was asked this by a listener of the show, and I appreciate this. I appreciate any questions that you guys have, because if you have a question, then other people probably have that same question. And they asked, you know, what do I mean by word groups? I mentioned the word word groups. And what do I mean by that? Do I mean word families or what? Well, when I say word groups, like to learn vocabulary in groups, I mean what kinds of prepositions, what kinds of of articles, what kinds of other verbs go with this word. So rather than learning an individual word, learn it in context in like a chunk of several words, right? Generally, we pick up patterns and we speak in patterns to kind of like that. We speak in patterns. We speak in patterns, right? I don't just want to learn the word pattern. How's that word used? We speak in patterns. We act in patterns, right? So that kind of thing. So learn chunks, another common word that it's used, chunks of groups of vocabulary words. And then there's something called word families. Word families, this is another way to greatly multiply your English vocabulary is learn word families. And word families are simply prefixes and suffixes and different word forms of a root word to form 
adverbs, adjectives, nouns, uh, things like that. So let's take the word from before, in fact, in fact, (laughs) I'm not editing that out, in fact, uh, so we have from the root word infect, we have infection, infected, we also have, you can put on a prefix, disinfect, right, to disinfect, that's a word, that's a verb, disinfectant, that's the noun, that's the stuff that you use to disinfect something, right, so that's a word family, infection, infected, infecting, disinfect, disinfectant, right, these are all words that come from the root word infect, and if you learn those and start picking up patterns of how prefixes and suffixes are used to form positive, negative words, adjectives, adverbs, nouns, that will greatly increase not only your your vocabulary for that word, but then once you start picking up patterns, you can start guessing and imagining and learning how you can use that prefix or that suffix on other words, right? So it's a great way to to exponentially increase your vocabulary. But we've been going about 18 minutes. I think it's about time that I go and let you go. Thank you for listening. Uh, I trust this was helpful. I trust that you got some value from this. If you did get value from this, share this episode with someone who may need this. Share this with someone who has trouble finding the right words. Share this with a Facebook group with people who need greater English vocabulary. Spread the word because if you share this with a few people, they share this with a few people, we will get this lesson, this message out to more and more people, help more and more people learn and grow and take control of their English fluency because you don't have to be the passenger in this pursuit of English fluency. You can take control, be the driver and take control of your own improving, take control of your own communication and your own learning. And I thank you from the bottom of my heart. Keep teaching, keep learning. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next time.